I think the most exciting part about these podcasts, Jill, would be if we actually recorded us talking about them, what we talked about for the five to ten minutes before the podcast. Agreed. Should Agreed. The outtakes of those? Mm-hmm. We almost started this podcast seven times. That's, of course, an exaggeration. It was three-ish this time. This time. But usually, usually you have, a like, your finger is on the button and you start it no matter what. Yeah. Yep. That's true. And here we are. Here we back, are. Back-to-back weeks uh, on the Switchbacks and Sandwiches season of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Because we've gotten a little bit behind. We had been a little bit behind. Not in hiking or eating sandwiches, but in recording them. And <clears throat> today, we are going international. Pura Vida. Pura Vida. Pura Vida. Costa Rica. Costa Rica is my favorite country. I know. Costa Rica is also the country I think both of us have spent more time in than any other country. Yes. Outside of consistently the, the like United that States. One time. Yeah. yeah, for a total number of days. And today we are talking about some of our favorite hikes in Costa Rica's national parks. I think that's maybe a good place to start is the fact that Costa Rica has for its landmass and size probably as much diversity in ecosystems and nature as portions of the United States do. They have tons of national parks, wildlife, protected areas, and really, I mean, just really a dazzling place for such a small country, mass, landmass size, don't you think? Yeah, so we've gone to Costa Rica two times, two different times, and I think because they do such a phenomenal job with tourism, we've had really excellent guides who have really told us a lot about that as, you know, as we're driving to a hike or as they're taking us, the one was on the water. That one time we did that one on the water. I think that they just have such knowledge of their own ecosystems and how they work and the history behind it. So it's been really interesting. Are you referring to the first, yeah, when we did the Kana the Cano Negro Wildlife Refuge, uh, yeah, Costa Rica and I, uh, Nicaragua. Was, yes, yes, that was so long ago. But I remember, I just remembered the guy who was the guide. I don't even remember what group we went with or who it was, but I just remember he was also incredibly knowledgeable. There, the Costa Ricans love. They love their country. Pura Vida, you know, stands for it's it's a way of life, living the pure life. But they really are. They love hiking. They love nature. They love protecting their nature. They love their animals. I mean, how many – Diego, one of our friends down there who was our hiking guide one day, I think he could not stop his enthusiasm when he projected and professed to us how much he loves plants. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was really sweet. He loves plants. But he was such a wonderful person. Anyway, just so energetic and informative and animated and, you know, gracious. I mean, just such a wonderful person. So, I mean, we have been lucky to run into and cross paths with humans like him. 
Yes. And a little little confusion on today's topic. I think I wanted to talk about hikes in Costa Rica, and I think you wanted to talk about all of our friends that we made in Tamarindo and the surrounding towns in Costa Rica. Kind of. Well, because we didn't do as much hiking as we would other places. Because you surfed and did a number of different outdoor activities, hiking wasn't as prominent in this trip as it has been in other places so i was just going to fill in the gaps with all of the wonderful human beings but you, that got that got axed in the intro guys uh-huh, so that's why we need to record those because you're probably most interested in that well and do you know why that got axed it shows how much you you know hashtag 59 is not just a podcast what we also have trash cleanup events a postcard club and a blog and in the blog i shared all those stories about our friends so that must mean you don't read the blog (laughs) i'm a little behind on the blog i'm a little behind on the blog so if you want to hear about all of our amazing friends in tamarindo I talk about them in... I'll be recording my own special episode of this podcast that I can produce on my own, by myself, and then I'll release it. Have fun. (laughs) I don't know how to do any of the technology. (laughs) Anyway, get back on task. Okay. So if you do want to hear a little bit about some of our friends, though, for real, I talk about it in Learning to Surf on the blog, and the Tamarindo Costa Rica Destination Guide. Yeah, so the two places that we've gone, the first place we went in Costa Rica was La Fortuna. Yes. Which was a long time ago, five years ago, maybe yep. more. And then um, the just recently we went to Tamarindo, which was so wonderful. Yes, we love Tamarindo. And I had kind of leaned toward wanting to pick that. We had my friend Laura had lived there as a teacher, and then I'd read and talked to several people who said it's it is one of the best spots in the entire world to learn how to surf. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to talk about the switchbacks and the sandwiches in these two places. So there's a theme with these hikes that we're going to talk about. Yes. T. Boz left eye in Chile would be very excited about it. Bam! Waterfalls. Waterfalls. What you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> We are going to chase some waterfalls in today's episode. Uh, let's. Where do you want to start? You start. Let's start with the one we just did. It is in Tenario Volcano National Park. We went with Diego. He took us on a hike to the Rio Celeste waterfall through a rainforest. Do you have the verbiage that they use for to explain that? Because it's just it's so beautiful and spot on. The verbiage is when the gods painted the sky blue, they dipped their paintbrush in this water. Which is afterwards. like, which is a paraphrase, but it's it, it is what that is, and it looked exactly like that. It was the most epic color of blue. But that national park, the way that I feel like it's constructed, and this was also pre-COVID, correct? Or was this a COVID restriction that you need to go with a guide? This one, you this the hike that we went on, you did not need to go with a guide. Okay. But there's a lot of their back country, the back country of the Costa Rica's national parks, pretty much always requires you to go with a guide. 
Well, I was really glad that we did regardless because Diego is with, I think it's pronounced Cebu Tours. Yep. And he is just so knowledgeable. And so we walked and he talked about the different plants and the trees and different experiences he's had on that specific trail. Example of which is seeing a really terrifying snake. The f- we so didn't see it. The fur de lance snake is the most poisonous snake in Costa Rica. It kills many people. And he had a video from this the same hike. No, that wasn't that wasn't the video. No, I don't think so. That was from the school. No, he showed us the little water area where that snake was the year oh, before. Oh, I didn't think he had a video of that. I didn't. Yes. Know. Oh, yes, 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 of it slithering away. Yes. Yes, I remember. We saw quite a few different pictures of snakes. But Diego yeah, had a I lot of videos that. of snakes. But so it had been present at a little puddle or watering area that we walked by on the trail. And so he, in his really wonderful storytelling way, kind of reenacted it. And it was really entertaining and informative. So the place we had gone to in Costa Rica before, the area of Arenal Volcano National Park, which we'll talk about later, is kind of known as the best like mountain rainforest jungle hiking in Costa Rica. But Diego f- feels like this the area of Tenario that we went to and that whole surrounding area is really a hidden gem and actually the best spot. Uh, so we did... Yeah, the if you can do a couple miles Rio Celeste, so, several hundred feet in elevation, it is one of the most jaw-dropping pieces of nature I've ever seen. It's beautiful. And the hike itself, for the most part, is really flat. It's until you get to the waterfall. It's like right before you get to the waterfall, it is just flights and flights and flights of stairs. Yeah. Um, but if you take your time, you can get up and down, and it's definitely worth it. It was really pretty. Now, we didn't get to eat a sandwich on this hike, but we did get to eat casado, Mm -hmm. which is a traditional Costa Rican dish. Mm -hmm. I, of course, got to eat meat again. Mm -hmm. Of course. And we had... It was delicious. It was delicious. And we ate at a little... I guess it was also a little resort-ish. It has like little cabins, just a few, but it was a sloth sanctuary. Yes. Is where we ended up having lunch, and we were the only people there at the time. And you spotted... A frog! A sleeping frog! The red-eyed dart frog. Yeah. And our our guide there was a little impressed... The fact that I was able to spot one because he said usually people can't because they blend in with the leaves. But and if, if I'm we, fairly proud of myself, if you can tell. If the, yeah. rainfor- if the rainforest hike to Rio Celeste was neat, that poisonous dart frog opening up its body from green and turning, it had red eyes. It's poisonous? Yeah. No. Yeah. It is? Yeah. I'm not positive of that. Is there a, a fact check a on these episodes? Dart, poison, poison's dart frogs. Huh. Yeah, but they're not going to get you. Why no? They're going to get some, bu- they're gonna get some re- bugs, though. I don't remember that part. Anyway. So okay. re- yeah, I'm pretty sure. They were multiple it. colors. They had all sorts of colors. I'm sure you put a picture in the blog. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to promote it this week. <laughs> okay. Casado, though. Lunch was excellent. It's a meat. I had chicken and you had pork. Diego and I had the pork chops. Yeah. Did you feel left out? When I didn't. I actually feel was really confident in my choice. 
So Diego called the place to let him know we were on our way to pre- to begin cooking and preparing the meal. And he asked me, he asked us, he said, pork chop or chicken? And Jill said chicken. And I said, pork chop. And he looked at me and said, excellent choice. And then when he called, he ordered himself a pork chop too. So I felt like... So Mike was very proud of his selection. Yeah. I felt confident in mine. But so it's meat and then it was, it's like a little salad and... Gallo pinto. Yep. Which is? Rice and beans. With? Lozano sauce. I don't know how they really make it, but we made it with Lozano sauce, which is... The only way to make it, I think. It is. I Googled it, and it's the flavor. I don't know. There's nothing to compare it to that I've had in the States. Some people I saw online, like, compared it to, like, Worcestershire. I'm not, I can't say Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. But I don't think it tastes anything like that. Regardless, it was delicious. I think you can buy it online. I have not seen it in a store. I would say if you can't have a sandwich on your hike at Rio Celeste, having Casado afterwards is about as good as it gets. It is. It's excellent. So let's talk, uh, since we're on the topic of waterfalls, yes. Were you going to talk about the one we went to next that day? Did that have a name? Remember the one we had to get there before 3.30? Oh, yes. Is that the same part? Yes. No, it was not. It was... Cortez Waterfall, yes, which is near Liberia, yeah, which is where we the airport that we flew into. Yeah, oh my goodness, we were chase we chase a <laughs> lot of waterfalls yeah. when we go to Costa Rica. I was thinking of that though because when we were talking about the Rio Celeste Waterfall, it's beautiful, but you cannot get into the water there. Yes, I'm sure for preservation, but you can at the one we went to Cortez Cortez afterwards, which was. Was more reminded me more so of um, I don't know how to describe it, but there was people down there with like coolers, and it wasn't very big. Like waiting in the water, it was a fun area that you could go with a family and spend the afternoon. And, and the water felt wonderful. Yes, it, it wasn't that blue swimming. color though. No. But it was a really pretty waterfall. And a pretty waterfall, great place to have a sandwich. I would say. Agreed. Also, didn't have one there. Nope. We were still snacking. However, I know Switch, this, this is switchbacks and Casado. I guess yeah, this episode. I get this. Also, is not on topic of the podcast. But right before we went there, we stopped at a roadside farmers market and got all of this amazing stuff: the sour fruit yogurt, uh, homemade cheese. I was thinking about all because we had a bunch of food with us, but we didn't eat it there. No, because yeah, we were anyway. filled from our Casado. Yes. yes. So yeah, so uh, that and those were easy to do together in a day trip. Yes. Uh, another area, in addition to Cortez Waterfall and Rio Celeste, is which I'm hoping next time we go back to because Diego was telling us that this national park, which had been closed for a while due to some active volcano, now has been dormant for a little while. He thought they would be reopening it, and he had these great hikes he was very excited to take us on in Rincon Vieja National Park yes which is uh even closer to Tamarindo and the western the Pacific beach towns of Costa Rica than Tenario Volcano National mm-hmm. Park that we went mm-hmm. to so I think if you if you go to Liberia and you go to the there Tamarindo is one of 20 towns on the pacific side of costa rica that you can say at the beach 
Rincon and Tenario are two really cool national parks that you can go to and chase some waterfalls. Yeah. Then, if you go inward, and we went to La Fortuna, the town, and Arnal Volcano National Park is right there. We went to the La Fortuna Waterfall, which was an epic, gorgeous waterfall on a hike. That you don't rem- I don't I think you remember, remember this it. one. I barely remember. I think it's it's getting all knotted up with some different waterfall memories because I don't feel like it's correct. But you had said you had gotten into the waterfall. I swam yeah. around. There's photos of me. I'm gonna post a photo of me swimming in this waterfall. I'm sure this week. that will trigger my memory. I just don't remember it as well. I remember the boat tour and that that we did. So La Fortuna drops a. It's a hundred foot waterfall. And it's within 15 minutes drive of the town of Fortuna, which is right next to Arnall Volcano National Park. And it is a highly recommended switchback. It's about three miles round trip and 500 feet in elevation. I I don't know why I have a blind spot for it. But I even remember being in town after and us talking about how we could have walked there. Yes, because we, we took were. a cab. Yeah. From our. So, I mean, I remember parts of it, but I don't know why I don't remember exactly you were that part. Probably focused on. What? The sandwich. Probably. Probably. That's probably it. Probably. And then our last waterfall hike recommendation here. So, four national parks, four waterfall hikes. We also went on that trip to Poaz Volcano National Park. They had a. Butterfly Sanctuary, mm-hmm. toucans that have been saved yes. from poachers, and they had the La Paz waterfall, which you could not swim in. So two of these waterfalls you can swim in, two of these waterfalls you can't. And that was, I believe, my most popular photo I've ever posted on Instagram, is us in rain gear standing at the oh, La Paz yeah. waterfall. I do remember that. I don't know what hashtag I hit on that. Probably (laughs) hashtag 59. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. I don't think hashtag 59 was even created at this point. No. But so La Paz in the Poaz Volcano National Park. So lots of volcanoes, lots Mm -hmm. of waterfalls. Mm -hmm. Uh, One other area I want to mention because we both read the book right leading up to going there is a Corca Verde National Park on the Osa Peninsula. This is a little bit more southern in Costa Rica, closer to Panama. Uh, It is remote. The book was outstanding. It was a tragic book. Uh, But you must go hiking in this national park with guides. It's very rainforest-like. I don't know how else to describe it. That's the way they described it. Very easy to get turned around. Very, I don't want to say unstable environment, but just more, I think because of the weight of the rainforest nature of it, mm-hmm. it's changing all of the time. So you have to be careful for falling branches and, of course, snakes. Bushmasters and, and yeah. ferrita lances are very mm-hmm. active there. And uh, I think a lot of areas, like you said, it just regrows so fast that you need a machete. Yeah. A lot of times to be able to go through it. So that one, go with a guide. Yeah, that one, there was a book um, 
that we both read, and it was really good. Sadly, it was about somebody who had gotten lost in there and had perished in the um, in the national park or in the forest. Yeah. But it did. It was really interesting reading about the area. And again, that different ecosystem too that you're talking about, that's all within that same country. And I'm sure they have a waterfall in that national park too that you can hike with a guide probably, to. Probably. Uh, so let's talk though about sandwiches. Yeah. No, there wasn't any. Well, okay. I don't think we had a sandwich. Well, so I think we kind of had one. Sure. And I think the next time we go to Costa Rica, hopefully later this year or next year, we're going to. These are going to be the sandwiches that we're going to take on our switchbacks. You want to share what you what what we were eating? I think we should take a I think we should take a rapas. Okay, sure. Not convinced. Right, I'm convinced they're delicious and that we had them. I'm not convinced that that's the sandwich we should take on a hike. Okay, but I can't imagine it not being good somewhere. So the arepas we were eating uh, in Tamarindo, the moon Thursday night moonlight market, were cornmeal. I was trying to look up. I think I follow them on Instagram. I was going to look up. I think it was, it was a family. It was a family that would make us these arepas, and we would get black beans, cheese, and avocados. Yeah, I think this is the one we ate at. It was arepa on Instagram. It's arepa underscore chips is what it's called. And uh, you can see some of their delicious, delicious arepas on here. They were so good and so filling. They don't look very big, but they're delicious. So I think our plan for next time in Costa Rica, obviously we're still going to eat the ones fresh at the Moonlight Market. But then we'll take some to go from arepa underscore chips and then go on our weekend hikes with Diego to some of these new spots and then have the sandwich with the switchback. That is what we're supposed to do. I know. Well, we fluffed this one a little bit. We ate a lot of amazing food though. And I wanted to get into all of it. And Mike said, no, it's just about the sandwich. But you guys had, there was such good food at so many different restaurants and just, Carefully prepared with fresh ingredients and lovely people, and I, I, I loved it. I talk about all these wonderful in the blog, places in, in the, the blog. blog. I know. I yeah. think though, when we go back to Costa Rica, we'll have to record our new switchback episode from the new hikes we go on there and have Diego on. I was going to say with Diego, he is probably one of the best storytellers I've come across in a long time. If he lived in the United States, he would most definitely be a wilderness backcountry through hiker or a national park ranger. I I don't know know. what else he could do. He has so much knowledge. He's just so great. So that's, that's what we got for today. Uh, Pura Vida, go to Costa Rica, hike some waterfalls, Visit their national parks. Do all the other things that Jill wants to do that I wrote about in the blog. (laughs) Eat some arepas. And I think in conclusion, I would say make sure you pack a sandwich. Or an arepa, I guess. Yeah. All right. Anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? No. uh, Well, yes. The only thing that I would add is... 
to make an effort to live the Pura Vida life, no matter where you are. Ooh, that's a mic drop. And Jill G is out, friends. Uh, We're going to be back another episode very soon, headed back to Arizona to talk about hikes and switchbacks. Once again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like these episodes and have not already subscribed on the podcast platform that you digest these on, please do so. Leave us a review and uh, stay tuned to our website, hashtag59.com. We have a postcard club, trash cleanup events, a trash cleanup street team, and unbeknownst to my podcast co-host. Sounds like there's a blog. A blog. There's a blog too. We have a blog. Till next time, friends. Signing off. Adventure Feeds the Soul. Mike and Jill. Out of here.